Hey, you're listening to the long-awaited new episode of It's All True. I'm your host, Tim Barnes, and in each episode, I talk to a great guest and ask them to reveal a newspaper-style headline for a funny, personal, true story. A few things have changed over the break. For instance, instead of episodes being released on Tuesdays, they'll now be released on Thursdays. Also, I'm a few weeks away from moving from Chicago to New York. So if you live in Chicago, I'm having my final Chicago live recording of the podcast on June 23rd at North Bar in Wicker Park. For tickets and info on that, visit liveatnorthbar.com. Speaking of live shows, the conversation you're about to hear was recorded at the Comedy Exposition Stand-Up Festival back in 2015. I talked to comedian Rebecca O'Neill about her sex-positive material. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. There was a while where I was having a great time, I'll say that. And I talk about my life on stage. The Chicago comedy scene. I'm glad that I'm the face of segregation I don't think you're Chicago. the face of segregation. And she tells a hilarious true story. My response was, hey, you know chlamydia symptoms? I don't have any of those, so what do you know that I don't know about this? All of this coming up, but first, let's listen to her on stage. Side note, some of the facts in this episode may have changed since the initial recording date, but anyway, enjoy. I'm Rebecca O'Neill. Uh, I, I live on the south side of Chicago. Spoiler alert, this city is very segregated. Uh, I live there, I grew up there, uh, and I leave shows really late. I have a show after this. I'm probably going to be out of there at around 11 o'clock. So I carry around brass knuckles for protection on the CTA, right? I live like the end of the red line south side where I'm assuming a, a lot of this audience has not been. And I'm uh, assuming that because I'm a racist. Um, I carry around brass knuckles for protection, right? But those brass knuckles are in my NPR tote bag. So like, <laughs> all things considered, I'm not that dangerous. That's all I'm trying to say. Don't laugh at puns. Uh, I cut my hair off recently. I cut it all off. I dyed it purple. I was going for like this black Sailor Moon thing that nobody seems to understand. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I was going for like black Sailor Moon, like Technicolor Josephine Baker, like something cool like that. But I look like a narc. Um, I, <laughs> I landed on, <laughs> I landed on something closer to like background dance on a children's Christian hip hop show. So. That's fun. Is this for radio? Th these jokes won't work. Just take my word for it, audio audience. Um, yeah, so that happens. I guess I'll tell you guys about, you want to hear about body image issues or the stupidest people I've ever dated? Quick, choose your own adventure. Now, stupidest people. Okay, so I have a very specific type. I am attracted to hot people who are also extremely dumb. Uh, and that's just a rule I have. Like, if I'm going to let you penetrate me, I have to be able to outsmart you. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, checks and balances. It's one of the principles upon which our constitution is based and it is how I try to live my sexual life. Okay. Now, I'm probably the city's chubbiest bike messenger, okay? I, I smoke a lot of weed before my shift. Sorry, Mom, if you watch this. Uh, number one, it's a muscle relaxant. Number two, if you smoke a lot of weed, then bike around downtown Chicago delivering lunch to office buildings, it feels like you're in a video game. And that's my shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> just trying to rack up points, points or tips. Uh, so I meet a lot of tourists. I met a tourist at the Bean, wh where a lot of messengers hang out. This guy's beautiful. He's like tall, dark-skinned Nigerian. He's got an accent. He wants to take me on a date. He wants to take me, a Chicago native, to Navy Pier. And I don't want to be cynical, so I'm like, cool, let's go to Navy Pier. It'll be great. You'll get on a boat. You'll get a funnel cake, whatever. So he's there having the time of his life. And the whole time we're at Navy Pier, he is calling it Pearl Harbor. And I'm like, it's not the same. That's not the same. 
It's not the same, but it's so sexy. Do you know what I mean? Like, can you get whiplash from cognitive dissonance? Because there's a lot of things happening in my brain right now. My second favorite, this is like a deep cut from like two years ago, I was on the bus with this guy, so soulmates, a lot of my jokes take place on public transportation. Um, I'm there, he's got this really sad look on his face. So I'm like, this is gonna be a terrible thing he's gonna say in a second. He looks at me and he goes, baby, did you hear the king of Africa died? And I'm like, well, I can't say I heard that the king of Africa died. Probably because the king of Africa is not a person who exists. And that's not a job opening on this whole planet. It's probably why I didn't hear of his untimely passing. And then I realized from what is quite possibly the most incorrect phrase I've ever heard in my entire life, that he meant Nelson Mandela. So like, I was in love with this person. Um, it was literally like hood rat Mad Libs gone wrong. Like how did you put those words together in that order? You have such a creative mind. Oh, I'll tell you this. Uh, I, I mentioned I smoke a, a good amount of marijuana. <laughs> I was at my house, I'd smoked a bit, and I turned on the cable guy, shout out to my mom, she pays for that, and I turned on the cable guy, and this movie called Yo Robot is on, and I'm like, that's gonna be dope. <laughs> so, I'm like, Yo Robot, great, 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 it's gonna be post-apocalyptic, dirty teenagers being put into categories by the man, they're gonna resist, they're gonna be like, Yo Robot, protect me, and the robot will, because it's gonna be a cool ass robot, the titular robot, so I'm like, okay. Then I turn to Yo Robot, and it is uh, I, robot in Spanish. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing though, if you have smoked a lot of weed and you don't speak the language, it's still a pretty good movie. Like I watched the entire film. That was Rebecca O'Neill performing at our live show in 2015. Rebecca and I started in comedy around the same time, and something I've always been curious about in terms of her material is how she goes about writing self-deprecating jokes. I find comfort in articulating the things I don't like about myself. Now, what I don't <laughs> like is when people laugh too hard when I say that I'm shaped like a sexy teletype because you're agreeing too much. Do you know what I mean? Like, It's like that yeah. Dave Chappelle moment where, you know what yeah. I'm talking about, where no. he said, the reason he quit was because oh, he was right. doing like some bit in blackface and yeah. a white person in the crew laughed in a way that he didn't like. Yeah, if you lose control of the laugh, it's like a blood laugh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like you gotta keep control of the laugh, man. If they're laughing at the wrong part, you're like, am I controlling this or is this just like elementary school? I can't remember, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you started off as a, as a party, a, an events planner, right? Yes, I did party promotion for rappers uh, for a long time, for well, a kind of a long time, which is, it sounds ridiculous and it was a ridiculous <laughs> time in my life. Were there any big name rappers? At the time, no, they weren't famous, uh, and they sort of still are kind of obscure. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, there's a lot of people at Columbia College. Uh, I worked with, if you know who B.O.B. is, he's sort of famous. Is he related to B.Y.O.B.? Uh, you know, they may be, they uh. may be related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, that's something that I definitely did for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing about when your arrival here, and it's something that's always I know is always the case, is that you live so far away from everything. That is true. Yeah. It took you an, an hour to get here, right? From yeah, it took like an hour and a half to get here. I live like the southwest side of Chicago, if you know where like um, like Beverly or Oak Lawn is. I live over there and it took, oh yeah, it always takes a long time. That's the least interesting part of comedy though. <laughs> the, the commute, yeah, it's not even, 
Except I get a lot of material, though, because of all the crazy Tim Barneses on the train. So, <laughs> yeah. I always think about you and when people talk about the segregation of Chicago, especially yeah. in terms of comedy. I'm glad that I'm the face of segregation I don't think you're Chicago. the face of segregation. I just think, I always think, when I think about the effort it takes for you to get to an open mic. I don't want to talk about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, when if I think too hard about, like, the fact that it takes an hour and a half to do what I truly love. Like, that's when you're like, I should quit. I shouldn't do be, yeah, I shouldn't I be doing so. comedy anymore. Yeah. But I don't think about it. And it, it doesn't really, it's, it's not that bad because I do love this. And there, liter there are literally no other things that I want to do more than this. So, <laughs> yeah, commute all the time. Let's do it. I got a venture card. Rom raised the prices. Things are great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You used to exist solely on the internet. Yes, yes. And then you appeared in real life. Yeah, I manifested myself through a series of zeros and ones. No, I used to, um, <laughs> I used to write on the internet. I wrote for a splits, a lot of blogs, couple for few blogs, Splitsider, Gawker. Yeah, I, w I wrote about comedy. And one day I decided to leave my house, and I was like, <laughs> I'll try an open mic. And then you guys haven't been rid of me since, and that's pretty <laughs> much how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you see do you see yourself in Chicago in a year? I don't know. It depends well, on how much money I have a year <laughs> from now, right? I'm just saying, like yeah. everybody ends up moving away from everybody in comedy moves away from Chicago to either coast. They do. Uh, I have not been to New York since I started stand up, and I hear it's fantastic there. I plan on making a trip there at some point. I went to LA in January, which is the best time to go, especially <laughs> if you're a bike messenger who is delivering lunch in January in Chicago, and then you go and see palm trees in the ocean, and you're like, I'm not going to come home for four weeks. And then your job's like, you don't work here anymore. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, f I fell in love with LA, so I hope to go back there for a visit or life soon. Yeah. The evolution of the comedy I've seen you do over the past, <laughs> we've been doing comedy for about three years. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was a moment where you were talking about stuff yeah. that I've never even heard a male comic talk about. Oh, uh, yeah, like that was a while. <laughs> Are you talking no. about the graphic stuff? The graphic like the stuff. Okay, yeah. Okay, because I feel like my comedy was impenetrable in a couple different ways oh, no. for a while. What I'm trying to like say <laughs> is I've never... <laughs> I feel like it, my comedy was like really like sexually explicit, but also <laughs> heavy literary references, so it was yeah, gross, it was like but nobody understood what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, so... But I don't I'm know what like I was the doing. Openness, <laughs> the openness of it was so revolutionary. It was. It, I've oh, never had. Crazy. <laughs> I've never had the thought that I want to yell out "Yes, Queen." Oh well, I'm glad so I inspired that I in you. I'm glad I can <laughs> bring out that sort of. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. There was a while where I was having a great time. I'll say that, and I talk about my life on stage. And if my life is gross, well, I guess my jokes are going to be gross too. I don't know. That's <laughs> that's how. It, that's I think that's how all comics are. Yeah. In each episode of It's All True, I ask my guests to tell a funny, personal, true story. But before they do, I want to hear what the headline would be if a newspaper picked it up. Here's a headline from Rebecca O'Neill. Okay, obscure Chicago comedian trapped in STD love triangle with two people from Walmart bathroom meth capital of the world. Okay. What does that mean? You'll find out in a second, won't you? No. <laughs> Um, Walmart, so wait, say that last, Walmart, Walmart bathroom, bathroom meth, meth capital, capital of, of the world. world. What is the meth capital of the world? Muncie, Indiana. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Were you out there for comedy? Absolutely not. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> I was dating a guy who lives here. He escaped Muncie, and uh, he's, he was great, and we were dating and having a great time. He went back home for a wedding. 
and he was acting really weird when he got back. Uh, and then he told me that he was gonna dump me for his ex from his hometown, so I got dumped for someone from Muncie, Indiana, which I feel <laughs> like is unacceptable, but things happen. Uh, and so I'm getting over that. I'm, I'm processing it, I'm writing jokes about it. He's being obliterated on stages all around the city. And I get a text from him, which is also how he broke up with me, so winner. Uh, oh, wait, wait, I gotta know what the text was. Oh, the text said, hey, how you been? I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's something, okay. Well, I'll be cordial, I'm a good person. Uh, so I was like, I'm fine. The next text is, maybe you should get tested for chlamydia. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well. Maybe? Maybe, yeah. Wow. Perchance. Maybe <laughs> you like get... Nah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So what what emotion goes through your head at a moment like that? Uh, shock, surprise. Uh, the, my response was, hey, you know chlamydia symptoms? I don't have any of those, so what do you know that I don't know about this? And he tells me this story of his ex, who he dumped me for. She has only been with him, so he absolutely gave it to her. He dropped this bomb on me that he'd only been with me and a handful of ex-girlfriends, and none of them have chlamydia, so I probably gave it to him. And I'm like, okay, Rebecca, you're a sex positive and you like to have a good time. Maybe you gave these yokels chlamydia. Uh, <laughs> and honestly, chlamydia would be like the most exciting thing that's ever gone from Chicago to Muncie, Indiana. So congratulations. Uh, but I go get tested, and uh, guess who doesn't have chlamydia? Big city whore Rebecca O'Neill. Uh, yeah. Yes, queen, right? right? That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's how that shook out. I didn't have it. Here's the here's the where it gets fun. Uh, he also doesn't have chlamydia when he gets tested. Yeah. Did he write the text message? Yeah, he he she <laughs> had been diagnosed and treated for it. So she was the only person in this story who ended up having chlamydia. It, which was like a immaculate conception of chlamydia, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Old angels in the outfield who's never seen another dick. Uh somehow but got chlamydia. I feel like uh, there should be I feel like the next edition of cereal should be about this. Right? Like, how are we going to figure This Ooh. is like the Nisha letter. Where, what's the... I mean, did you get to the bottom right. of this? Right. I don't... Well, the, the bottom of this is Muncie, Indiana, first of all. Uh, the next level of hell, I guess, would be that uh, I got done for a liar from that place. Uh, yeah, and that's how I got trapped in a love STD triangle with two people from Muncie. Oh, and I found out the meth bathroom thing after this story. I happened to see oh, a yeah. headline, uh, <laughs> a headline that said, um, man busted for making meth in Walmart bathroom, and then the, the city and the first line was Muncie, Indiana. I was like, vindicated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what well, is there a big take from this? Is there something, a life lesson that you learned? Oh, I try not to learn lessons. <laughs> yeah, I try to just experience things and have funny experiences. No, uh, uh, I think the lesson here is protect yourself, number one, which we did, which was also like, you can get chlamydia even with uh, condom use, but protect yourself, don't date assholes maybe, uh, <laughs> and never go to Muncie, Indiana. That's my <laughs> only advice. That's my only advice, yeah. Give it up for Rebecca O'Neill. That's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to click the subscribe button and tell a friend about it. For more info on Rebecca O'Neill, follow her on Twitter at Rebecca underscore O'Neill. She's selling some kick-ass Yo Robot shirts, so be sure to ask her how to check it out. This episode of It's All True is recorded at the Chicago-based Comedy Exposition Stand-Up Festival. To find out about this year's lineup, visit ComedyExposition.com. My Twitter handle is TimBarnes451, and you can follow the show at All True Podcast. 
This is Tim Barnes signing off saying, I believe in you. <laughs>